um, well, I'll, I'll talk a little shit. Like, it does. It's. I don't think it's a coincidence. We talk about it on this show a lot. Wait, past, what show? Like, what show? Uh, are you talking? This about? is this is stargazing. Uh, it's a oh. podcast about movie stars. Uh, this is our mini series on the uh, the Batman on film. This is. Um, Oh gosh, what was it called? In the Dark of Night. In the Dark of Night, our miniseries on Batman. This is our finale because uh, yeah. we're talking about the Batman, the most recent uh, Batman movie. Uh, I'm Kellen Kermins. I'm Liz Kamasha. But first, and I'll segue this because we're talking about Hollywood blockbusters, you know, uh-huh. big budget movies. I, we talk about on this show all the time, like it's felt a little like grim the past like couple years, you know, of just like, you know, oh god! Like it, it, every blockbuster, like no matter how good they are, it feels a little exhausting. I think. Yeah. You know? Just like Agreed. the hype and hysteria around it, and I don't think it's a coincidence that it's also been four years since a Tom Cruise movie was in theaters. You're, what you're saying is Top Gun Maverick's gonna come save everything. Yeah, top, I think Top Gun Maverick is gonna save blockbusters. I hope you're right. Like, because all the early, like, the thing is, like, I it's. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kellen. You forgot. Michael Bay already saved blockbusters. Nobody we saw not discuss it. This Nobody already? saw it. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Uh, uh, this is my, this might be wishful thinking on my behalf, but this is like my like pointing at the, at the home run. You know, this is me calling the shot. I think Top Gun Maverick is going to end the year in the top five highest grossing movies of the year. I, I feel fairly confident in that. Okay. But, like, it's so funny because, like, some people have seen it already. Like, there have been some, like, early, like, social media reactions, you know. And, like, like the, these early reactions, when it's something like Doctor Strange or, like, when it's, like, a Marvel or DC or Star Wars thing, it's always, like, wow, you know, fans are going to love this one. Yeah. But, like, for Top Gun Maverick, like, the early reactions I've read are, like, it's the best movie I've seen in 10 years. And then, like, people were... <laughs> what? Pe- people were cheering. I cried. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> pointing, calling my shot again. It's going to be a best picture, Nom. I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, I got to make sure to get that middle IMAX seat now. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the middle when we saw Tenet, was it, weren't we? Uh, yeah, but it was more to the top, right? More at the top. Yeah. Still, if it's anything like seeing Tenet was, I fully like want to have like hearing loss by the yeah. end of Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I definitely, I want to be like leaving the theater and yelling to my family <laughs> to like talking like fucking Gordon Cole on Twin Peaks, you know, <laughs> did you enjoy the cinematography? <laughs> I told you Tom Cruise was going to fucking help the world i told you just in the in the indianapolis state museum parking lot just like how about that jennifer connelly coop <laughs> she's still got it <laughs> we're talking about the batman noises oh yeah i forgot we are talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as much as i want to talk about top gun but sadly that's you know a movie we'll never talk about on this never. show ever fuck you know what i'm fuck top gun i don't even like yeah. it we will definitely not be talking about top gun in the year 2022 that's definitely not on our plate uh-uh. because this podcast is going to end before this year because i'll be killed in a a, a drive-by <laughs> what the fuck what <laughs> the fuck? I, I don't know i'm sorry i, 
Uh, listen, was, after this episode, you're not going to be in Gotham anymore. You can come back. The research is over. Right. Oh, my, I've gone undercover. <laughs> oh, but before before we go get into that Batman, uh, let's talk about Top Gun a little bit more. Um, uh-huh. Kellen, I'm serious when that's the only thing I've ever lied to you about <laughs> is that I've seen Top Gun. <laughs> I can't, it's so wild. I remember you were just like talking so passionately, passionately about like a specific scene in Top Gun. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you just <laughs> turned to me, you turned to me like halfway through your speech and you're like, you've seen Top Gun, right? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> then you keep then going. The, the really concerning thing is that like, this is not the first time someone has like straight up lied to me about seeing something that I'm talking <laughs> passionately about. I just look, I, with this public forum, I would like to make the statement that if you know me and you're friends with me, my feelings aren't going to be hurt. If you haven't seen the thing. Listen, I- that was the only one, the rest I'm okay. not lying. That's the I'm only gl- one okay. I ever lied about. I'm glad. I'm, that's good to hear. I'm glad. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, oh god, top, yeah, the, one of the most romantic movies ever made. Oh, yes, <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Batman, though. Um, directed by Matt Reeves, a um, the most recent take on the Cape Crusader, um, that follows Batman as he hunts a mysterious serial killer known as the Riddler. Um, that we, I, I don't know. Everyone's seen this movie. This is <laughs> everyone's seen this fucking movie. We don't need to explain it. Yeah. Um, the production history on this one is like, it's so, it, it's a weird road that this is taken because this did start as a Ben Affleck Batman movie that he was going to write, direct, and star in. Yep. <laughs> and ridiculous. I, I, yeah. And I don't want to like go through because there's some like all this modern DC shit. There's so many like, well, then this person was going to direct it and then this person was going to write it, but then they dropped out and now this person was going to, you know, I, I it's was a slow thing of at first it was like Affleck, you know, uh, I don't know if we talked about in BVS, but like the backlash to BVS and also just like, I believe, you know, that movie's release coincided with, um, his divorce and him relapsing um, and just sort of killed his enthusiasm to play the character, I think at the time. Yeah. And, and so he, it slowly was like, he, okay, he's not going to direct it, but he's going to write it and star in it. And then like, okay, he's brought Matt Reeves on to direct and finish a script and he's still going to star in it. And then he dropped out and it became Matt Reeves gets to do whatever he wants. with that. Yeah. It, it went from, and it was also, going to be like a dceu movie it's going to be like connected yeah to the universe um it's a weird turn of events to think that like just seeing uh how this movie is playing out like in just popular culture and this isn't no this movie is now like part of pop culture yeah which is really fucking weird this yeah it this like uh, just like the like, um, I don't know. It really feels like this movie's stuck in the culture in a way that like a lot of movies aren't. Like a lot mm-hmm. of big movies, you know, because like it's always a cycle. Like when I because I and I, it's part of because there's so many you know MCU movies. They like it's always like people talk about and make memes about them for two weeks, and then after that, it's on to the next one. You know, yeah. 
like no way home i feel like was the longest like meme cycle or whatever that one of those movies has had and even then it was like by mid-january i mean i'm pretty sure like the avon theater is still showing no way home right god (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like probably it's probably showing like a four o'clock showing or some shit yeah which insane um but like this movie like i still see people like it's been like two or it's like been two months since this movie came out almost exactly Oh, whoa, (laughs) Kellen, don't say that. Don't say that. No, I was good. I can't hear him. No, I can't. (laughs) I can't hear that song now. Like, I was laughing during that scene because the the TikTok sound of like, something's in my ass. (laughs) It's like so burdened in my brain. And like the Riddler scene, you know, where he's like, this was not how this was supposed to go. You know, like, uh, or, uh, you know, anything the penguin does, like, just be something. quiet, babe. I'm retweeting the Riddler. <laughs> I wrote down one, speaking of the penguin, uh, I wanted to write down this line. The, the way Colin Farrell did this time around, like, the first time I saw the movie, I thought Colin Farrell was pretty good. But, like, this time around, I really, like, paid more attention to his performance. And I think he's doing some good shit in this movie. This time around, I think he's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. No, he's not. He's my second favorite yeah. person in the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, we could, yeah. There's so many that we could t- spend most of this episode trying to figure out like who the MVP of the movie is. Yeah. But um, the the part of it's such a good scene when um, uh, Selena Kyle first comes into Penguin's office and like her and Batman like stare at each other. Yeah. And then it cuts a, a penguin in the middle and he just goes like, it's okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, oh God. Um, but yeah, Matt Reeves, um, in like 2017, I think he like really took over, uh, which is, you know, it's uh, January 2017. So like less than a year after BVS comes out. And that's not uh, definitely not a coincidence. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. Warner Bros is like was and they still are trying to like figure out how they're approaching these, uh, you know, uh, superhero movies. I also just want to say that like it's um, like the original, the Affleck idea was going to be a Deathstroke movie. Deathstroke would be the villain, Mm -hmm. uh, which didn't happen. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. On um, in 2017, February, they sent Reeves a copy of. Affleck's script and Reeves, you know, dug Affleck's take and liked the script, but it wasn't the film he wanted to make, you know. Did did you see like what the plot of it is? That is actually kind of a good idea. Yeah, it's like Deathstroke like um going after like Batman and like killing those close to him or something, right? Like uh it was like most of the movie is set on Arkham Asylum. And Deathstroke Ooh. orchestrates a breakout and that like tires Batman and makes him vulnerable. And then in the climax of the movie, they like go to the streets of Gotham and Deathstroke and Batman are duking it out. That does That's a really, really cool. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and Batgirl like- was planned to appear. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and so they gave him like um, full creative control as like, okay, this is like, 
um, its own, you know, self-contained thing. Um, like the Joker. Like the Joker. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then, like, um, I remember, uh, I want to say summer 2019, the casting um, was, like, starting to be announced. Like, I remember that summer just seeing, like, okay, here's 15 um, fucking actors that they might want to play Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. And then as the summer, and then, like, around, like, July, I want to say. Um, oh, that's how Matt Reeves look? I'm glad that's how he looks. <laughs> uh, Panson was cast May 31st, 2019. Um, leading up to that, though, like, the, the four major contenders on the shortlist um, were Robert Pattinson, Nicholas Holt. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Army Hammer. (laughs) And Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, okay. I'm cool with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Pattinson, and Reeves said he wrote the script with Pattinson in mind uh, after seeing Good Time, pausing for... (laughs) People to listening applaud for good time. Just <laughs> uh, Padson was like kind of like on the fence about it because you know after the Twilight series he wanted to avoid like uh, like he he found franchise roles kind of dull. Mm-hmm. He want, and he wants to just avoid the attention that comes with that kind of shit. And Matt Reeves was like, just read the script, just read it, just read it. Yeah, yeah. And then um, but like a year in advance like in 2018 he becomes interested um like Pattinson has said like he's been you know a long time Batman fan and he had like some like ideas about how to like do this you know unique take on it um uh and finally um around May 31st um I he gets cast and I want to say um like, because it's so hard to tell on the internet. Like, I, I feel like everybody's, you know, like I'm in my own little circle on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like so, just like, if if you had told people, like, right after, like, Twilight had wrapped up, like, oh, Robert Pattinson's going to play Batman, people would be, like, rioting in the streets, you know? No, you're right. And I remember, because also the corner of the internet i'm in which is usually the same corner you're in um yeah, it was like guys g- good time and look he's coming on this new movie coming out later this year called the lighthouse like it looks yeah come on guys this yeah. this could be good and then there those were those those people like i don't want to sound fucking like i don't i forget the word i don't want to sound like snobby or whatever but those were those other people who were like twilight like remember twilight? no you know what fuck it i'll be snobby the people who see three or four movies a year and they yeah. all are produced by the disney corporation yeah you're right we're like yeah. oh it's twilight he's you know it's, yeah <laughs> yeah you're right um he also i try to remember what year no it's 2020 uh, when the devil all the time came out, which is a bad, bad movie, but he is so fucking funny in. <laughs> and then he also came out in uh, The King, which was supposed to like launch Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> which but everyone... also isn't also isn't a very good movie. But and everyone was just like, he's good in this movie. He's so funny in it. He he talks like Pepe Le Pew. He's playing like the King of France, and he's just like, "Le Timmy Chalamet is le petit penis." Yeah, just. <laughs> Uh, 
and then like the rest of the cast, like I, I don't know what order they got announced, but I remember just like because this was like freshman year of film school. I remember like just like checking Twitter and seeing it and like talking to people in class, just be like, holy shit, they got fucking Andy Circus to play Alfred. Like, holy shit, Colin Farrell is the penguin. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Paul Dano is the Riddler. Um, which Moises, I don't know if you knew this. Um, uh, let me. I read. I I want to double check this. Um, Jonah Hill was at one point going to play either the Riddler or the Penguin. It was yeah. The Penguin was the one that he was like getting thrown around for more. Yeah. Um, I'm fine. Listen, you know I'm a. I would have liked to see him as Riddler. I would have liked to see his take on the Riddler, honestly. Yeah, I I hope he'll he'll like get back. Stop directing, Jonah. I want to see you be funny again, please. <laughs> I mean, I like your movies, but please, I want to see you. Want to see you be funny yeah. or something, please? Uh, okay. This is. Uh, I, I have to be. We have to promise to be normal during this next part. Uh, I'm gonna read off actresses who were considered for cat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anna de Armas. Oh, fuck. Oh, fucking. Why'd you start with that? Why the uh, fuck did you start? It's the first one listed. It's the first one listed. Uh, I don't know who this is. Ella Balinska. I thought she, I would say just, I don't know. Uh, I, don't I, just, know. I guess she's in here, the here. new. Let me look it up. She was in the newest Charlie's Angels. It doesn't look like she's been in a whole okay, lot. I'm not looking like she's she's kind of new. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm I scared. hope I'm not. Uh, Eiza Gonzalez. I don't know who that is either. Uh, she well, okay. She's um, I I don't know the character name. She's the she's the uh, paramedic in ambulance. Oh okay. Oh okay. So they okay. They wanted a fucking sexy ass Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> and as well uh, as well as this is gonna. I'm scared. Zazie Beats. <laughs> and Alicia Vikander. Okay. Can I uh, tell you my pick? Go for it. I, I'm. It's maybe it's basic, but. Florence Pugh. Yeah, okay, like <laughs> get a nice little I, short Catwoman, even shorter, <laughs> even even shorter than she's Zoe like, Kravitz. She's like barely up to you know Batman's chest. <laughs> I mean, Catwoman. Let's see if she'll be appear in Batman too. We don't know, but listen, yeah. man, I'll I'll take Anna Darmas Poison Ivy. I'll take an yeah. Anna Darmas Harley I, Quinn. I'm sorry. I'm 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 really pushing for Kristen Stewart as Poison Ivy. Oh, I, I would love funny. Kristen Stewart to be in any of these. Yeah, Kristen Stewart should have been the Joker. Let's be real. <laughs> Come on, let's. Uh, <laughs> they had a really messy breakup, and I don't think they're on good terms. But let's, you know, let's. <laughs> that would have made the movie better. If exactly, anything. exactly. And then um, Jeffrey Wright as oh Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, who is. We talked about on the show before, like quietly, I think one of the best actors. Yeah. Working right now. Um, uh, and then, oh my, and then like, you know, Colin Farrell as the penguin and John Tuturo as Carmine Falcone. Yeah. That's the one I think I went berserk at. Like I was like, yeah. when John yeah. Tuturo was yeah, the, tutur- the Tuturo casting was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of going monkey mode, Andy Serkis, uh, uh, Matt Reeves directed Dawn and War. Yeah, Dawn and War <laughs> for the Point of the Apes. And was like, hey, you want to play Alfred? <laughs> you want to monkey around as Alfred? I still haven't seen War of the Planet of the Apes. Is that one? How's that I haven't one? either. I've oh, heard okay. it's good, though. 
Um, that's a Woody. Woody's in that one, right? Oh, yeah. That's the Woody Harrelson one. Um, oh, I do want to. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I've scrolled down into some nerdy tech shit that I want to talk about with this movie. But uh, like, then it's like they start filming in like t- January 2020. Um, I remember like the camera test of the costume got released and everybody was just like, holy shit, this movie's going to fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything about this movie has just like, just kind of constantly been like, this movie's gonna fuck, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember when that first picture of like him and the 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 Batmobile uh-huh. came out, and the internet went insane. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, in all this, all the like images and stuff is coming. I, I think it's important to know all the like. When it's finally going into production, we're hearing about like how everything's going. This is after Joker, which I think is important because I'm obviously, you know, it all happened early 2019, but um, they still had Joker to come out at the end of the year. Joker comes yeah. out at the end of the year is this fucking mega hit. Yeah. Oscar noms wins best actor. Um uh-huh. And then that's when Warner Bros. like, yeah, like Matt Reeves, like, go ahead. This is the double green light. Like, do whatever the yeah. fuck you want to do. Yeah, exactly. There was some speculation that would be R-rated, which is, you know, I don't know if that was ever on the table. Um, but um, then, of course, you know, COVID happens right when they're like, get, you know, gearing up filming uh, gets delayed, like, you know, and it's kind of like a, you know, one of the first major movies to resume production um like during covid yeah during covid the movie itself um i'll just say right off the bat um it's everything i've ever wanted from a batman movie (laughs) (laughs) like it's um i've I've told this story in the podcast before but um you know friend of the show kyle stankovich saw it the night before me and you know told me like hey kellen i think you're gonna really love this movie Mm -hmm. and then like after the, I, I saw it the next day, the night it like came out and I texted, you know, the group chat, like, I fucking love this movie. I love that Batman got to be a detective. He got to solve a mystery. And he, he t- texted and told me the moment Batman in the movie pulls out a notebook and starts writing clues down. I thought Kellen's going to really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think that's the strongest point in the movie is that it, it's it's all uh, surrounding a mystery and it's just like, follow that bag. Like, it's like, oh, okay, it leads us here. Okay, let's figure it out. Okay, where does it lead us now? It's not like at all complicated. No. It is not at all like- it, There's some twists and turns. There's some twists yeah. and turns. But And there's um some funny things that I think are hilarious, like the whole oh. URL. <laughs> no other <laughs> Espanol fellas. <laughs> It's the worst Spanish I ever heard. Uh, <laughs> He's so fucking good in this movie. He's yeah. so fucking good. I'm glad. Oh my god. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm a little disappointed because like I found some concept art at one point. The idea of like hot Colin Farrell penguin was considered, you know. Mm. But I, I am kind of glad that like it's unrecognizable. You know, it's Colin unrecognizable. Farrell. Yeah, and I get people saying like, why don't they just hire an actor that looks like that? And I get that. And I do normally agree with that. But I was thinking of like how fun it is. Like Penguin and this just doesn't look like anybody. There's no guy that looks like this because there isn't a guy that looks like this. They created yeah. a new guy. <laughs> new, 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 new white man update just dropped. 
Um, but um, like you're saying, you know, like it's just like it's this like sprawling mystery. It's like you know a nearly three hour movie, mm-hmm. um, which I wrote down. I said something similar for Justice League, I think. But like, I just love like how it like takes its time. Like, there's so much room to breathe. Like, I wrote down like, um, yeah, when Batman like after ba- the, the first night, you know, Batman like f- they find the dead mayor. Batman's at the crime scene. He beats those dudes up at the train station. And he comes back to the Batcave. I checked it. It's like, that's a full half hour into the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's the opening. <laughs> yeah, that's the open. It's a prologue, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, it, it flies by. It definitely flies by. Oh, yeah. No. Like, um, the only time I think, and I, I felt it, like, the first time I saw it, and I felt it, like, re-watching it, is, like, and I this is a kind of new movie, so I'll just give the warning. We are going to spoil it, you know? Um, probably from here on out, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's on HBO max. Everybody's seen this movie now um, is like once Riddler gets captured and there's still like, you know, like 45 or so minutes well, left. That, that's that, when I, st- that's when I start to feel like, okay, this is starting to get a little long. My, my two biggest complaints are, I think the last 15 minutes kind of pissed me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because it's uh, like half of those 15 minutes are just sequel building. Um, yeah. The whole I, if, Joker thing, I hate that, that sucks. scene. I hate, I yeah, hate the, it. <laughs> cut that scene out. I like the rest of the ending. Yeah, um, I I like it too. It's still like just good narration, and like I, I get to see Zoe Kravitz again, so I'm happy. <laughs> um, uh, and also that this movie feels like it has fucking five acts when it shouldn't. It should have three. Oh, acts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it feels properly like grand and epic. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like. Uh, I I know it's like my punching bag, but like, okay, here's like a, a little thing I do like, because where this movie I think falls apart for a lot of people, even the people that love the movie and a lot of the people that don't like the movie have cited like the third act is it kind of starts to fall apart just a little bit. Yeah. Where like, and I get that. And I like, I kind of agree. Well, it, you know, kind of, it goes uh, from being a mystery to back to kind of being a superhero movie. Yeah. Like he's got to save the day. Yeah. Here, that's what I'll say though. That's what I'll say. And I, I, I don't know if I've given this complaint before what we've been talking about Batman, but I feel like something that's missing from pretty much every superhero thing now, regardless of it, if it's Marvel or DC and exceptions to prove the rule. Don't fucking at me. I don't care. Is I, I feel like there's a lot of superheroes doing superhero shit, but there's not a whole lot of superheroes saving people. Okay. That's you're right. You're fucking yeah. right. Like there's a in a, the Spider-Man movie last year, there Spider-Man doesn't save like a sink. Like just give me give me Spider-Man saving rando New Yorkers, you know? Like the the climax of that movie may as well take place in a fucking like void, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. it, it's and that goes for every superhero movie. Because, like, I think, like, with um, the, the Avengers and Man of Steel back-to-back, there was such backlash to, like, the city destruction in that. Mm-hmm. That people, that they kind of, like, overcorrected and were just like, okay, these fights can Have never... them do it at a private airport. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it at a private evacuated airport or uh, this abandoned island, you know? My point being, 
what I like about the third act of this movie is that it's like Batman actually fucking saving people, you know? Yeah. Which is um, part of his whole, because his, another thing I'll say about this movie that I do love about it is that Batman has an arc in it, <laughs> which is weird. Because that, that usually doesn't happen in these things. Not, especially not in the first movie. Right. Like, yeah. oh God, yeah, he has no character projection. Well, it's the first movie. It's like, it's still a fucking movie. Exactly. <laughs> this is, again, I hate to keep using the same punching bag, but the most boneheaded analysis, defense, or uh, whatever I've heard of, like, the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy is, oh, well, they did his origin story over the course of three movies. And that's good for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, What? You mean to tell me I saw I paid to see three different Spider-Man movies and he's not really Spider-Man until the end of the third one? What are you talking about? Plus, I've seen him in like five of the other movies. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It feels so hard for like to give these superheroes arcs, you know, like I don't I don't know. Like they're it, once you get past like the origin story, that's why people do origin stories so much, because that's like the most like dramatically compelling part of any superhero mm-hmm. is like them becoming and this movie does this, it's said in like year two of batman i think right like it's yeah like the gotham yeah. project year two and like the status quo of the movie is that batman is like actively making things worse you know <laughs> like shit yeah. has gotten worse since he took over and like the arc of the movie it's very simple but it's like he's vengeance and he needs to learn to become hope or whatever yeah. You know, and people are literally calling him vengeance. Yeah, people. Yeah, the most telling, like that, the uh, the whole opening of like the criminals like seeing the bat signal and getting fucking terrified by the shadows is so good because like it's like even before you've seen Robert Pattinson, like Batman already feels like a presence. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh. Well. Uh. I, this is the first movie I've taken notes for in a very long Ooh, time. Okay. Yeah. Um, go for it. Go for it. It's got a red title screen, folks. There's not much I need to say. If your fucking title <laughs> screen is done with red lettering and it's covering up the whole screen, you fucking, you at least got me interested. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, got me I, interested. I had to take a drink of water because that was such a good take. Halloween <laughs> is fucking celebrated in Gotham? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the <funniest laughs> shit to me. It's the fucking... Uh. Every day is Halloween here. We don't these these guys are crowding the streets for you're like, oh, maybe it's New Year's. No, it's fucking Halloween. (laughs) Exactly. Bruce Um, Wayne is fucking patrolling the streets looking fresh as fuck. It's like, how are you if you're not sold within the first 10 minutes of this movie, just stop watching the fucking movie. Yeah, but yeah, like if you're not sold by the time he's pounding those dudes like at the train station or the train stop or whatever, the Chicago station. Yeah, the Chicago station. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, like I don't. I. I. Like seriously. Uh, just these first thirty minutes, I was like, okay. I. I'm. I remember again why everyone's still talking about this fucking movie. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and it's always so like, you know, it feels like with so many other superhero movies lately, like um, the one I've been like. Uh, maybe not defending, but the one I, I've been like, I saw recently, you know, the new Doctor Strange. I liked a whole lot, but my, my thing is like, the first 30 minutes were like a little like, I, I kind of had to get past that, you know? 
Like mm-hmm. it's 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 like I'm already imagining those 30 minutes in my head. Like I they're know really it's solid. Start. They're they're more <laughs> solid than the like the first 30 minutes of other like the, it's like the table setting, you know. Yeah, I know. yeah. And oh, like we just we just fucked up the multiverse. Oh, oh ah, ah. yeah, like, I already which is <laughs> so I'm so oh my gosh. That table setting though is done by Sam Raimi, so it's done a lot better. Yeah, than, like, you know. The for there's a moment I, I've seen some like reading like people's reactions there's like a moment in the movie where it feels like kevin Feige he like put the key in sam raimi's cuffs like and then like walked off set going hey go nuts <laughs> yeah there's a it, moment in, it's right around i think like the 45 minute mark i think is like when like becomes sam raimi's movie you know okay yeah it i don't know it's so interesting because i i i I'm, I'm a fucking fan of marvel i like watching yeah. movies um uh, just recently, I think they've been getting bad, uh, but um, all the like all my friends and all my the Marvel people I know, I feel like every fucking time a new MCU movie comes out, they're like, this is the best one. This is the best one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. Are you, yeah. When, when are you going to finally be like, this one's not that good. And fucking Doctor Strange, I'm hearing it. It's like. Oh, it's it's mid tier Marvel. It's like that's the thing. That's what's like, driving me insane. That's what's I, as someone who's seen the movie, it's driving me up the fucking wall. Reading like the TikTok comments or the tweets from other people, and it's like them complaining. And I'm like, is this not what you want? <laughs> like, I guess I just feel so out of touch with like what the hardcore fans are wanting from these movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll right. get a feel for it on on Saturday yeah. when I see it. I, I, <laughs> uh, like, oh gosh, yeah. Uh, although there is um, there is one scene that like I understand why people are like why people feel like the movie's making fun of them. Oh, the ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. My defense is yes, it's making fun of you, and it's funny. It's the movie is acknowledging what you want and calling you a schmuck for what you, you know what a uh, movie that's uh reminding me of uh tlj the matrix oh yep <laughs> which everyone hated them oh so well, now i'm it. so excited for dark Strange. Thank there's you, a Kevin. matrix there's a big matrix moment in the movie you'll know it when you see it Oof. there is like okay, good. i'm like moises is gonna like that <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway that's all to say it's like remarkable how the batman just like within the first couple minutes is like here's what we're about yeah well i want to get in more into the like uh just my overall thoughts on the movie uh Mm -hmm. i know we're kind of talking about the intro but i want to say just in case we run out of time or whatever it's a lot yeah it's a long movie we can kind of jump around now but watching it and then i watched in the middle of the day and then i went and like hung out with my friends and had a normal day Uh and i still was thinking about it because i got to fucking think about this movie Mm -hmm. i'm really happy i i don't i'm not happy i guess Uh, it's we're we're kind of experiencing again like the second time the like dark night thing where it's like Everyone, everyone, and their fucking mama, everyone can fucking acknowledge this is a good movie, yeah. and that it's rare. It's not happening as much anymore. No, because <laughs> there's, there's always going to be dumb fucking arguments about shit that doesn't matter. And and but this, when was the last time we've got that? 
that's what I'm trying to think in my head. When is the last time we got that? Maybe in game, but even then, there's like a lot of like hysteria around it. You know, like I don't know, like, and it's so interesting because like this doesn't feel like the kind of movie that's like audiences stand up and cheer. No way. But it earns it, you know. But and this is the this is the one like people. I guess it's a thing of like generationally, like this is a new generation's movie. Like, oh, that's the first really amazing movie I've seen. Yeah. I think that's it's, what it is. It's yeah. I saw, cause um, when I saw this movie, like opening night, I sat next to like a science seating, you know, like uh-huh. I, I didn't purposefully sit next. <laughs> I, I sat next to like a seven-year-old mm-hmm. and like, minute like the first five minutes i think is a really good like the movie going hey i know it says batman on the poster but parents you need to decide now how chill you are with your kid watching this you know yeah like the riddler just caved a man's skull in Mm -hmm. you know um and like i kind of feel like i like i was envious because i was like god like it's happened a couple of times where I've been like at a movie and I've seen a kid and I just felt like, Oh, that kid just had his like wire brain rewired. Yeah. Cause I, I rewatched those movies. Well, I watch movies and I'm just like, Oh, if I watched that when I was 15, it, I, I, my, my, my fucking world would change. If oh, I would have seen the Batman in high school, my fucking mind would have exploded. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is one of those fucking movies and this movie hasn't came out in a while. Like there hasn't been a movie like this where everyone could just agree and appreciate a fucking craft. Yeah. You don't have to marathon like a bunch of other movies to understand it. You yeah. Know? It's like, I think, I think the last time it happened was the dark Knight, which is such a weird yeah. coincidence. And um, it's also just talking about like, uh, and I mean, just like, you know, it's a very dark movie it's very yeah. like heavy you know it's it, it's not it's still silly you know it's still, oh, it's still oh, fucking a thumb it's still <laughs> <laughs> it, it you know it knows what it is you know and it 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 embraces it um yeah uh but like just to talk about like the to wrap up like what i was saying about batman's arc in this movie i think it's so and the length really helps with this because the first thing we see of batman is he's he saves a dude from being attacked by like these thugs. He like beats the ever living fuck out of one of the thugs, and he like beats the others almost like electrocutes one of them to death. Uh-huh. And at the end of that se- that like really cool fight scene, the man he saved is like quivering and says, "Please don't hurt me." Yeah. Like even the people he's like so called supposedly protecting are terrified of him, and then like it's just like two hours of him being like this like he's like a force of nature, and that's yeah. like, a lot to Pattinson's performance in this. I it's getting a lot of raise, but I do I think he's doing some really incredible stuff. Yeah, it's he's really he's it's so, it's really good. It's really really good. The the scene I want to point to this time is like when he first enters the iceberg lounge, mm-hmm. like after he beats the fuck out of the dudes at the door. Like his like walk, you know, like it, it's it's so it's so physical. Can I can I say something too yeah, that I noticed? Uh, yeah, go for it. I noticed it when the scene that you're talking about happened. 
this feels like a, a, a play to me, like a stage play. Interesting. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, I feel like we've just been in long corridors the entire time. And I can see this on a Batman stage. on stage, yeah. <laughs> High school theaters doing production. I don't know. I don't know why. That yeah. it gave me those vibes. No, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> Batman, honestly, like of any superhero, like, I could see like just because Batman doesn't have any powers, you know, so you just like have to state there's just something very theatrical about Batman. Yeah. Um, operatic. Operatic, yeah. Yeah. But you know, this like he, you know, he spends two hours of the movie being like this like violent force of nature who like the way Panson plays it and the way he's presented, you get the sense of like it's not so much that he wants to save people, but more that he just really likes hurting people. <laughs> yeah i mean he's fucking emo he doesn't know he's he doesn't know how hurt they're getting yeah exactly Uh, or the line he says the city's eating itself (laughs) fucking love that line yeah and then like over the course of the movie his arc is like being coming face to face with his failing so Mm -hmm. like it's it's not working so that at the end of the movie when he's actually being a fucking hero you know when he's like sit like uh that shot of him all muddy helping the fucking kid up in the helicopter oh yeah yeah and not just that like he, when he falls into the water and like comes out you know rebirth obviously you know very yeah. very classic imagery and like he becomes a literal light in the darkness for people it feels like earned mm-hmm. you know yeah. it feels yeah you've seen the progression you've actually you've actually seen it yeah yeah you have you you haven't seen the whole thing you it's you've been shown the character arc you haven't been told it crazy when a movie can do that right it's so weird (laughs) it's so fucking weird (laughs) it's not like you gotta wait for part two or anything yeah or or watch a trilogy to complete the origin story (laughs) i hope my friends listen to this episode yeah me too (laughs) uh i'm airing some shit out Uh, but like he uh it also like his entrance in that that final action scene like when the like ceiling explodes and he comes down it's uh oh giacchino michael giacchino who did the score for this movie i think this is among his best work i have no words for the score of this fucking movie like yeah the the riddler theme is fucking amazing the batman theme is maybe the the i mean this is this again i'm just like this this is recency bias i think it's better than the zimmer theme let me rewatch both of them and give you come back to that (laughs) but um i i don't i just keep thinking about like this is gonna stay and stay with us for a fucking while it's one it's one of those fucking movies yeah it's it's it's, and it's really weird it's really fucking weird that now right now in 2022 and it's a batman movie again Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird. It's it's so such people a fucking weird choice. Fucking love Batman. You yeah, people love Batman. If you, yeah, like I wonder what uh, our Pat's doing next. Do you? Is there anything? Um, put, that's a good question. Cronenberg, come on. He is in talks to star in Bong Joon Ho's next movie. I'm, Doesn't I really have like a works. pretty crazy cast on it too? Uh, it was just like who was being like considered. I think. Okay. But I'm I, surprised. I, Come on. 
Nolan, what can't you fit him in there? Can't you fit him in Oppenheimer, please? <laughs> please. Uh, oh my he would, god, he, he is, would be a good Ken doll. So fucking good in Tenet. He is incredible in Tenet. He's really every good time movie. I every time I rewatch that movie, I'm more and more like blown away by how good he is. <laughs> it's, he's so good. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to say real quick, okay, because. Um, Apparently, there's been some disagreement, but I wanted to say I think this is a damn good looking movie. I that really how do they do that whole shallow f- focus that they got going on? I it don't is know. Fucking crazy. Yeah, like I I was thinking about that too because there's a part where like it has to be like some sort of VFX something. It has to be because there's a part where he's like looking at his journal and only like two lines of it are in focus. You know, it look I agree. People think this movie looks ugly. There are people who uh, say, like, it, it looks like, they, I don't know, people who don't know anything about cinematography are saying, like, there's no color. It's like, yes, there is. It's it's just, <laughs> uh, whatever. But, um, on, no, cinematography, uh, Greg Fra- Fraser, I believe, uh, who did, uh, he recently won the Oscar for Dune, um, also did Rogue One and Vice. Of course, of course, of course. Always um, comes back to Dune. One to two, two quick things I want to talk about with like the visual look of this movie is a I was reading a little bit about him and apparently his whole thing is like using as few lights as possible. Mm-hmm. Like for Dune and like this movie, he talked about like just setting up like one light, you know. Oh, sounds like me, nice and lazy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I heard that and I went, Oh, okay, good. You don't have to do all that. Yeah, shit. you don't have to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like very low lighting, you know, um, like very natural looking. Um, oh, that's crazy that people don't like how this looks. This yeah. movie is fucking gorgeous. The, the other big thing about it, though, that I find <laughs> really interesting that he did, um, and he did this for Dune as well, is um, it was filmed digital. It was filmed on like Ari cameras. Mm-hmm. When it was like done and like edited and all that stuff, they um, put it on. 35 millimeter film yeah. and then scan that it's being such a popular thing that people are doing now yeah which you would think that wouldn't have much of an effect but i was i was listening to um an interview with the color the colorist for the movie and the, the mm-hmm. director and the colorist talked about how like because boys have you ever done color correction you've, you've done you've seen that right barely barely i have okay. but i've done it yeah it's basically um because um just explain for anybody who doesn't it's like you get to really like and it's with technology now you can do insane things like adjust like the color of an image to achieve a certain look on it you know um like barry jenkins i know like spends an insane amount of time color correcting mm-hmm. his like stuff and it, it shows like because I, I still haven't seen it but moonlight looks insane um, yeah but anyway like um and the th- how it usually is, is like there will be like three sort of um, charts. One shows you like the reds, the greens and the blues. And like the numbers on the side are like, here's how much of the red is in like the shadows of the image and how much is in like the light, the, the like the light of an image, a.k.a. like the whites and blacks and all that shit. Anyway, the point is like usually the process is you do a balance, which means you just get the colors to like a neutral balancing point. And then you really go in and like change. Look look how you want to look. Yeah. And that's called the grading process. 
he talked about for the Batman after they corrected it and graded it because it's shot digitally. You go through every single shot and it's just boom, boom, boom. The same amount of red, green and blue in every single shot, you know, of a scene. After they did it through the film, there is just like slight little differences in each shot. Like so just there was like this randomness like, oh, this shot's just a little more blue now. It's like barely perceivable, you know, unless you like pull up like the software and like, you know, scan it or whatever. But there's just like a slight randomness to it. And I find that so fascinating. Oh, gosh. What I'm saying is I want to do it someday, but it sounds expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Good looking. Mm, You know what other movie did that, right? Uh, Joker. (laughs) Was it Joker? (laughs) Joker? Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit that's a good looking movie, too. I like the look of Joker. <gasps> Crazy. <Yeah. laughs> Who was the cinematographer for that? I don't um, fucking weird. remember. I'm seeing, this can't be, Moises Camacho. <laughs> what the fuck? That would have been <laughs> shot in 3-4 on a VHS camera. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I just okay. run through my notes? So, like, Halloween is celebrated here. Bruce, fresh as fuck. This <laughs> theme song is hard as fuck. Costume is perfect. Chicago Station. Beat up scene feels like a a stage play. Uh, Grunge is dead. The city's eating itself, he says in narration. Uh, I said, uh, when he went into the Batcave, I said, he's definitely got a rabies shot. Because, like, all the bats, like, hit him on his face. So he's... Yeah. Uh, Something I want to say real quick just about this opening chunk, because I'm going to follow along with your notes. Two things I really love. Um, First of all, uh, I love Batman and Jim Gordon's dynamic in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, <laughs> I think I made this joke to you, but like Jim Gordon and Batman's dynamic is like, you're scaring the hose. You know, <laughs> like, Batman is like his weird emo friend and all the other cops are like, why'd you bring this fucking guy? <laughs> and, you know, Gordon like has to constantly vouch for him. I love how much, I don't know if it's scripted, but I love how much Gordon calls him like man. Yeah. So he's like, take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're just friends. Yeah, they're buddies. <laughs> um, then he's in the cave. He's so fucking emo. Uh, he's got a diary. Gordon. <laughs> I said it because Gordon was like, I've known you for two years and I've never seen your face. How am I supposed to trust you? Uh, I said, Gordon just wants to see if he's cute or not. You know, he wants <laughs> <laughs> if he's got a cute friend. Um, and then I said in the middle of the movie, I said it would be, in my opinion, this movie would be 10 times better if this movie were made in the 90s. If there was like no technology and stuff like that, so all the detective work was actually detective work, like, but the only reason oh. I said that is because of seven. <laughs> That's the only oh, yeah. you mean said in the 90s? I thought you said made in the 90s. Oh, either, either way, seven, okay, not, gotcha. either way, either way. Um, uh, then yeah. I said Zoe Kravitz, nothing else. I mean, I we're not talking about Zoe Kravitz. No, I will say that I just want to say because I feel like I don't want people to think we just think she's hot. She is very hot, but she's also really great. In this I movie. think she's better than Michelle. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, it's it's so hard to compare because it, it's two <laughs> completely different takes. It, they may as well be two different characters, you know. <laughs> like um, Riddler theme, also hard as fuck. <laughs> Attorney getting kidnapped scene is gorgeous. I fucking love that. Oh yeah. Um, uh 
then I said the super shallow depth of, of depth of field lens is fucking insane. I have no idea how they do it. It was custom lenses, I think I read. Oh, like they're cu- wow. custom anamorphic lenses. That's cool. Uh, this mayor seems like dot dot dot. I don't know dot dot dot. Maybe a good mayor. Um, <laughs> uh, Real, the 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 woman running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then when. Uh, during the funeral scene i said it's literal terrorism the batman showing up to the bomb situation is cool as fuck um awkward ass facetime <laughs> because riddler riddler answers well, batman answers the phone and riddler's just waiting for him so you're telling me riddler was waiting there the whole time just <laughs> um average ass twitch chat that riddler's got um <laughs> And when Batman is like under police custody, um, oh. when like he first wakes up and starts punching people, he literally like throws his cape. It looks so fucking silly. Yeah. So funny. A, a major thing I love that's in any scene where Batman's like around all the cops is like Padson, like he plays it like he's just like so like just like it feels like he's like seething with like this emotion and it just feels like he's a little embarrassed to be seen in the Batman mm-hmm. costume, you know? Yeah. Like there's a part of him that like, I know this looks silly, but please don't fucking say anything about it. You know? mm. Which is so, so, oh, it's so good. And um, two little characters I wanted to talk about. That's like, they're all in a lot of the cop scenes are um, love Martinez. The, the, the cop call with the mustache. Like fucking weird. Who like, it has the fucking stones when Batman's walking this crime scene, like puts a hand on his chest, like, hey, buddy, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when uh, he sees Bruce Wayne later on in the movie, he's like, hey, Bruce Wayne, nice yeah. to see you. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Another thing that's so smart about this movie, I didn't, I realized this time, is like almost every character that Batman interacts with, they also have Bruce Wayne interact with. And then I was going to bring that up with you saying, like, the whole Batman seems nervous around cops. It's, it's he literally is hearing them like "fuck Batman, Batman, you're a fucking freak, you're weirdo." Then yeah. they see them with Bruce Wayne. He's like, "Oh, Bruce Wayne, how are yeah. you? How you doing?" It's so yeah. It, the the thing it made me sad a little bit because <laughs> like Gordon is like Batman, you're my friend, all right. I care about yeah. you. <laughs> and then like, like he sees Bruce Wayne and he's like, "Oh, hey, um, anyway." You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Same thing with like, you know, like when he, the way, like the different way, like the penguin interacts with him, you know, or like he, it's like this weird thing of like, he knows a different side of these people, just like they know a different side of him, but they don't know that they know this different side of him. You know, it's yeah. this really compelling dynamic. Um, and, uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah. It's like, I love Martinez. And I also, <laughs> I, I don't know if he has a name. I don't know how many scenes he in. But that cop is in the interrogation room. He's like, you're defending this guy, Jim? <laughs> I got you on assaulting an officer. <laughs> more guys, more, give me more. I love random dudes with funny voices in movies, you know? Give me more of that. Yeah. Uh, also the part where, you know, he says, I got you on assaulting an officer. And he like starts going at him and says, you got me on assaulting three. <laughs> 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 but uh speaking of the gordon batman friendship that part where like gordon's trying to look like he's like peacocking and intimidating batman but he's really telling him like hey you gotta get the fuck out of here he's like about to kiss him 
yeah, it'd be the movie would be so much better if re- released a Reeves cut because I heard in the original movie, Gord's like, take my keys, go down the hall. And Pattinson goes, thank you. Just on the nose. And then punches him in the mouth and runs out. I want the Reeves cut right fucking now. <laughs> Just the cops watching is like Gordon and Batman start making out. With each Do other. it, you cowards. <laughs> um, say, uh, speaking of, oh gosh, the Batman Catwoman stuff in this movie is so good. It's so good. I, I, I bought it completely. I, I like never buy these romances in these superhero movies. I bought this completely. I was so into it. <laughs> yeah. And you know uh, what makes it work? You want to know what makes it work, Moises? What is it? It's a little horny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little like bricked up. It's completely like these two people have don't interact with uh, many people uh and finally they found someone who's like just like kind of respectful and like <laughs> being nice to them oh interesting oh yeah that's that's what it is it's like zoe kravitz works around shit men all yeah. day all night uh-huh. batman yeah. comes up <laughs> he's hot he looks hot his jawline's yeah. hot yeah uh and like he is so like <laughs> Just like he is so like body freezing horny around her, <laughs> like he's yeah. just so seized up around her. Yeah. Uh, the moment of this, it's like, oh god, it's. I, I have no shame about saying this because I've seen a lot of people say it. The part where like they first meet, and like the like cops or whoever come into the room, and like he like pulls her around the corner and like holds his hand over her mouth. And like at first she fights against it because she thinks he's like trying to kill her or something. Yeah. But then she realized he's helping her. And not only is he helping her, she kind of likes how it feels. Yes. And they're yep. and they're breathing slowly aligns. Yeah. You know, that's hot. <laughs> like, that's maybe the hottest scene that's been in a fucking superhero movie since uh Kirsten Dunn's and Toby Maguire made out in the rain, you know? <laughs> like it's really hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I noticed that the first time watching this movie, and I noticed it again the second time. <laughs> like, yeah, and I love the ending of um, you know, them riding off different ways. Oh yeah, and he falls off his bike. <laughs> yeah, I I love that last shot of Batman. How do you feel about it? Which shot is it? It's um, he looks in the rearview mirror and sees Selena like disappear over the. Oh 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 oh. oh. And yeah. it's him looking up from the rear view straight ahead. And then he speeds up like as the music swells. Yeah. 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 It's really good. I like that so much. It's like this lone, lone street. And it's oh, done it's, all the time. And it fucking looks movies. gorgeous. It looks it's just gorgeous. a good. It's, it looks too good. Chicago. I think that part was filmed in London. It's Chicago, baby. <laughs> the orange and the blue of this. Oh, people who say this movie looks bad need to shut the fuck Yeah. Seriously. You know how I'm going to describe this movie, Moises? I finally get it. This is a movie. This is a fucking movie. That's what it is. It's it's that's, just like... That's my final thought on this. Yeah, like, I, if there's so many... I don't know if I could name besides this one a single, like, superhero movie of the past, like, 10 years that I would show to someone who's never seen a superhero movie, you know? Because, like, any of the Marvel stuff, you got to give the, like, well, there's a whole bunch of other ones, you know, and, like, yeah. they tie in with this. Or any of the DC ones, it's like, well, okay, people don't like this one, you know? Yeah. But this one, it's like, no, like, this is a movie I'd show my grandparents, you know? Yeah. 
it's a fucking movie. Like it fucking begins making my, my mind race now trying to think of, no, there's nothing. You're right. There's not. Oh, maybe Spider-Verse. But even then, like, I feel like you kind of have to know Spider-Man going into it. Mm, nah, no, I, just Spider-Verse. I'd say Spider-Verse is the only other one. Yeah. I'd say this is like easily the best superhero movie since Spider-Verse. Like, I, I don't think it's second to it, you know, but. I agree. Even though there's that sequel tease shit at the end, which again, like feels like a threat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Having Joker show up feels like a threat. And apparently there was like, you know, it got released. There was a whole scene with Joker. that got cut from the movie. So glad it's not in the fucking movie. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've, I've made it very clear how I feel about like modern Joker. Joker, you know, so I, I won't get into it, but I'm a little disillusioned. I, I, I don't want Joker. If whoever the Batman 2, like whatever that's about, I, I just hope Joker's not it. Who's a weird, a weird villain they could put in it? Reeves really wants to do Mr. Freeze, he said. Mm, well, um, who's like a fucking gorgeous, gorgeous man they could use to play Mr. Freeze? The, the Brian Gosling. Cast- <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> The fan casting for Freeze that I keep seeing that I don't like, I don't hate, but it just feels it just feels too obvious, you know, is um, Giancarlo Esposito. Mm. No, they gotta have hands. They only can do handsome men. He's handsome. No, I mean like conventionally handsome. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, no, I just want like a guy who's like fucking gorgeous, and you put him put makeup all over him, and he looks nothing like he looks yeah that's my thing of like i i i worry they'll go too hard like um like well, yeah, because they it... did it with joker already we see how joker looks yeah no well what i'm worried is like oh, gosh yeah that's really good i'm gonna read that one out loud in a second but um is like they're gonna try and make him look super realistic you know uh-huh like so he, i want him to have like the bubble helmet you know i want that like i want yeah. him to have a big clunky suit that freezes people uh, I just want to say real quick, I guess this is like my final thoughts. Um, I, I think all the performances in this movie are pretty great. I I don't know about Dano. What? I'm re- he's, I think he's having fun. I think it's a lot of fun, but it's like the performance I'm least impressed by in the entire thing. What, 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 are the, what, what, what is it? <laughs> what are your I, problems? I, I think it's play. He does the thing I get really annoyed by like in these kind of like characters or performances, it's just, it feels like it's going like, look at how fucking crazy this guy is. He's so fucking crazy. Where like, I, I feel like, like the demeanor I think would have been really great is like, you know, in that like clip where he's talking to his people and he's talking like an awkward YouTuber, Twitch streamer Riddler. I wish I he know. leaned more into that take. <laughs> I, I really liked his, perf- I like all the performances. In like I said, it's movie. really funny. It's a lot of fun. That interrogation scene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, already following r slash the Riddler. I'm not sure if you are. <laughs> oh, gosh. Final thoughts, boys, is on the Batman. Uh, final thoughts. Um, uh, yeah, it's just cool that we can see, um, that we can see a fucking movie like this, like, that I was, we, I was able to see the like full rollout for and see like that uh, the world still, still likes movies like this. I don't know. Like it's, it's so. Or the movies like this could still be made really well. Be made really well and still get the reaction that they want. Like this is the, this is what like. Yeah. It could have gone two ways. They were either like, no, this is too fucking dark and, bullshit i'm scared like no everyone was just like yeah this is 
It's a fine, finely crafted film. Exactly. Everyone was calling this a film, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a movie. This is a fucking movie. Yeah. You guys are wrong. This is a movie. This is not a film. Um I guess one uh, one thing we didn't talk about is uh, Gotham looks really great in this movie. Gotham looks really fucking good again. Yeah. I, I think it might again recency bias. I think this is my favorite. It's looked in the live action. No, I think I think it is for me too. Yeah, I think it is for me. It feels it feels like genuinely no city that exists, but because it's like it's like five different cities mashed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Chicago, a little London, a little New York. All I really like where the like um, the club is located. Yeah, oh, like, it's such it's, a completely like oh yeah that's an underground club yes i never I, would see that ever i also i also get what you mean with the stage play thing because it reuses a lot of locations yeah like yeah, they, they, they they keep going back to the iceberg lounge they keep yeah. going back to the back cave you know gcpd i see i see that interesting uh i'm excited for whatever the batman 2 is i'm there day one. Uh, oh, definitely uh, we'll wrap up. Oh, oh, fuck. This is the finale. Uh, yeah. Okay, we could go on a little bit longer. It's fine. I'll What's be a little it? late. We could be really quick. Uh, let's give our, like, uh, do we want to give, like, our top five Batmans? Like yes, there's Bat- supposed to be the 13, movie. right? Yeah, I, I need to okay. add Zack Snyder's Justice in mind. But I will say just overall, like, it's easy for me. I think R. Pat's my favorite live action. Uh-huh. Um, He's, he just says so much with so little. He's like one of the best actors right now. It's great. Yeah. Um, I just like the direction that they took with uh, his Batman. So I think I, I think I agree with you in that he's my favorite uh, Batman as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, just overall, like the progression, it's so wild. Like having just watched the Batman and thinking about how we started with Adam West Batman. <laughs> it's this character has changed so much with the times and I think it's yeah. so interesting. It's just funny how fast it got like, Oh, we're supposed to be dark. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> it's probably going to stay this way forever now. Yeah. Cause he works best at this way. I'm, I'm tired of denying it, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck about like goofy bat except Lego Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a, he's a Gothic character. He's a Batman. Yeah. He yeah. should be dark. He no, no, no. He's without... not Batman. There's a Batman, okay? Man Bat. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, do you have your top five, Moises? I do. Okay. All right. I, I'm happy that I'm sure our top five are different. Um, yeah. Number one, well, let's, number five. Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I fucking love The Dark Knight Rises. Every time I watch it, I like it more. Um, it's the biggest, like one of the biggest movies I've ever seen. That's that's why I like it so much. Okay. Uh, number four, the Lego Batman movie. Um, I just love some family fun. You know, I think that's what it was like. Oh, finally we can have some fun with Batman again. Number three, movie I think about kind of often now. Batman Returns. It is just such a specific fucking movie. Uh, and that's why I like it so much. It is such a specific standalone too. You do not need to watch Batman. Like you can just watch mm-hmm. Batman Returns. Number two, Matt Reeves the Batman. Um, again, we just talked about it. I love it. Number one, come on, The Dark Knight. It's like one of the fucking best movies ever. You, it's it's gonna be hard to beat The Dark Knight. It's gonna be really hard so, to beat. It. So, okay, so interesting. 
Um, I'll give my top five. I, I have a completely different top five from you. I'm, I'm so glad. excited. I'm so Number glad. five, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I Holy shit. Every syllable I uttered in that episode. I stand by all of it. Number four, Batman Returns. Another just great, great. Uh, three, The Dark Knight. You motherfucker, I hate you so much. Number two, Matt Reeves is the Batman. I know. And number one, one is. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. It is still unbeatable in my eyes. It's, I have uh, it. I have that as number seven. Respectable. Uh, I'm going to give my bottom five real quick because I know it's going to piss you off. Um, in descending order, Batman Begins, Batman Adam West, Batman Forever, The Dark Knight Rises, and then Batman and Robin. Ba- okay, say that again. Batman Begins, number nine. Number 10, uh-huh. Batman 1960, whatever. 11, Batman Forever. 12, The Dark Knight Rises. And then 13, Batman and Robin. Okay, mine is number nine, Batman Begins. Number 10, uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, wow. Number 11, Batman Forever. Number 12, Adam West Batman. And number 13, Batman and Robin. Adam West Batman does not at all like entertain me. I that no. I don't I don't no. understand old comedy like that. Yeah. Um, anything else we should say about like Batman as a whole or um, um is- I'm excited to see Batman come out in a new movie. I heard he's gonna be uh, in Sicario three. That's oh, wow. a rumor that's going around. Uh, I would love to see the Batman in Sicario 3. That's yeah, sounds- I, I really want to see the Batman branch out a little bit. You know? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, like it's, it's I like heard most- rumors. <laughs> it's like Sandler. Sandler just, you know, Sandler would get stuck working in his own Netflix bubble. And like, while we like some of those, we want to see him branch out. So Batman should work with PTA, work with the Safties, you know, some, uh, maybe like Noah Baumbach, see what other performances... <laughs> See what what other directors can do with him, how how he could be used. <laughs> well, see, listen, I heard that um, you know, we we see that like Channing Tatum's coming around. I heard mm-hmm. that the Channing Tatum's gonna direct a buddy cop movie with the Batman as his buddy. Damn. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh maybe you think maybe. Uh, Batman like cameo, like a walk on cameo in uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. I, I think I could. I think the Batman will probably pop up in Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. Well, hang on. Oh, sorry. I just got um, an email from Variety that Batman's uh, Batman's been cast in Oppenheimer, <laughs> which is huge. That's so exciting for him. Um, well, it's probably they've worked it's, together already. So yeah, yeah. It's probably not going to be a big role because a lot of it's been cast by now. But I think he just wants to like get a practice in there, you know, of like what this kind of movie is. So that I heard that he just, him and uh, Cillian Murphy have like a thing going on. I heard that this, that's the only reason why. Oh, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that, but um, exciting career ahead for Batman. Yeah. It is wild. I realized this is like the, the most amount of time any series we've ever done has spanned. Right. Cause we started in the sixth season. We're ending with a movie that came out two months ago. Yes, definitely. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like we got like a, a crash course of like the progression of the Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. And it's funny because there's a what like fucking a cup. There's like a, a lot of jumps. Like it's just big yeah. jumps. Yeah. It goes like from tw- the 60s to the 80s. Yeah. And then like the 90s to like the mid 2000s. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, it's a character that's really changed, like with the cult culture. I think it like it's thirteen movies, but I feel like thirteen movies really offers like a unique snapshot into like cult, like pop culture, and like what's popular in Hollywood at this moment in time. Um, yeah, and uh, to set up the next series we're doing, as we've announced, um, we are doing J Law and Order. Uh, and I'm going to bring up the schedule real quick because it's probably changed a little bit by now. Uh, I am I'm recording this the week before my finals, so I think we should take like a two or a month break. <laughs> you you want to take a two month break? No, no, like two weeks or a month. I don't care. Like the longest uh, a month, the the shortest two weeks. I would say. Yeah, let's take a two week break. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's. We're gonna take a two week break. So the 13th, no episode, and the 20th, no episode. But the 27th, we'll be back with the start of J-Law and Order, uh, starting with Winter's Bone. Yeah. Uh, that series is going to be 14 movies. Um, that, That's I, it? I, yeah, I've cut a lot. Just I'll, I'll go through them real quick. Uh, ooh, actually, it's going to be 14 episodes. I'll explain. We'll be doing Winter's Bone, then The Hunger Games, then X-Men First Class, House at the End of the Street, Silver Linings Playbook, Catching Fire, American Hustle, Days of Future Past, and then we're doing a Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 double feature. Then Joy, Passengers, Mother, Red Sparrow, and then Don't Look Up. Fucking forgot about Red Sparrow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, Her career is so strange. Holy yeah. crap. That's, a, that's She so is strange. truly, and I'm just excited to do that because A, um, it is uh it is the first woman we've covered on the show uh which uh just so to say oops <laughs> to be fair we've only covered two men yeah like we've done a lot of like franchises and shit but even the franchises have been um my justification i don't think it's an excuse but like my i think the reasoning is like it's a lot harder for women to have the kind of career that adam sandler or will smith do Mm-hmm. Not only in that though they're big movie stars, but they're big movie stars who are allowed to have ups and downs, mm-hmm. you know. Like um, like if Will if a woman came out with starred in Wild Wild West, she wouldn't have made any other movies. Yeah, you know. Um and with that and very intellectual thing that Kellen just said, this is uh me and Kellen announcing we're retiring from stargazing podcasts, and two women are gonna take over. <laughs> Um, we don't know who yet. We're still looking. That's yeah. With this series, um, we're tired of talking and I think it's, we're going to (laughs) listen. It's not about history. It's about her story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, we're talking about Jennifer Lawrence. Um, it is, that's a, that's a sort of dynamic that I think we're going to have a chance to talk about Jennifer Lawrence because Jennifer Lawrence was, is it girl a fair thing to say? <laughs> she was like the, she was like a new type of it girl. Yeah. She was like the movie star, female movie star from like 2012 to 2014. And then like the back, I, I feel like the, we'll talk about this when we get to, you know, we'll talk about this during the series, but like there was such a backlash to her. And it's it's I feel like, yeah, like it's such an interesting little case study of like how quickly we turn on women as a pop culture. 
Like her whole thing was like, oh, I'm so quirky and relatable. And then for two years, America was like, we love that. And then she was like, in 2015, she was like, I'm so quirky and relatable. And America was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Now she's like got a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot that's going to be really fun because there's like some weird movies in there that I've never seen. Yeah. Um, I'm currently like studying Aronofsky. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, uh, Like I've never seen Mother Joy. I've never seen American Hustle or Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, there's some and those are some big fucking movies. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen, but there's also like I'm so excited to talk about the X-Men movies. Yeah. Because that's such a weird and fun franchise. It will, we're only watching two of them. We're not, she was in a couple more, but we're not fucking watching those. Fuck um, and um, also the Hunger Games, which was for me such an important series. For me, me as well. Me too. Oh, uh, yes. I'm so, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so, we get to talk about the Hunger Games. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the immediate future. Um, I, after J Law, uh, I guess I'll tease. Like it's been a while, like not since Will Smith that we've done like a really long term series. And because uh, this is probably the longest series we've done since Will Smith. And even then, it was about like half the length of Will Smith. And, like, yeah. A, a third of Sandler. <laughs> uh, I think after like Moises and I still need to set in stone, but I think after J Law, we've got like a longer series planned. To the point that I'm still trying to find ways to make it shorter. Yeah. Um, uh, he, she, they, whoever we're covering. Um, it, it'll be fun. Uh, yeah. It'll be fun. Because if they, this is uh, thinking out loud, a peek behind the curtain. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what's better for the show. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know which I like more. I like it when we get to talk about movies that we love and that we're excited about. But I also think there's something kind of fun to, like, those stretches of Sandler, even like Will Smith, where we're kind of losing our minds a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at J Law. I feel like there's going to be movies where it's, we're just like, what the fuck is. This? Yeah. And, like, and how's at the end of the street? What the fuck? I've never heard. Uh, of that's it. a movie that was made and it didn't come out to like four years after because oh, they, she, they were planning for J Law to like blow up well, and she hadn't yeah. blown up by then. Interesting. So yeah. should we watch it? Before Hunger Games, or no, I think we should put watch it when it's when release order, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, yeah, um, yeah, so but the the guy, the act, yeah, the guy we're like wanting to do, like I've been wanting to do since like we you know started the show, but it's a commitment and it's kind of daunting, but there's also not that many. There's a lot of fucking movies, but I feel like just like again, Will Smith and Adam Sandler is like a bunch of good movies. Like, yeah, there's and it's a lot also there's movies. so much variety. Yeah, he has way more variety than Will Smith and Sandler. That's for sure. Oh, for oh, for fucking sure. <laughs> like, yeah, there's some, and there's some yeah. movies that we love that we talk about on the podcast all the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, people are starting to figure it out by now, so we should stop. But uh, <laughs> it's um. I'm almost done with school. So guys, we're doing all of Sasha Baron Collins. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. They think, yeah, they got us. Um, uh, but yeah, um, that's, that's the, the plan. 
I, this is a peek behind the curtain. What well, we should wrap up because you got to go soon, don't you? Yeah, I have to go now. <laughs> so okay. let's wrap up. <laughs> okay, uh, recommendations, real quick. You know the drill. This could be anything: movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. Anything that we're enjoying and want to share to you, Moises. Why don't you go? And then you could leave if you want. I'll wrap up. <laughs> if you like the Batman, go watch David Fincher Seven. Go fucking yeah. watch it, and you'll be like, oh, that's what he was trying to low key copy. Um, that movie, ah. Uh, it is so fucking good. It is terrifying. It is like kind of like the best um just like um vibe setting that any fucking director has ever done. Um really fucking phenomenal yeah. movie. Uh so seven good. by it's, David Fincher. Yeah, so good. Classic. Uh yeah. Um I'll recommend I finally watched uh last weekend uh, Michael Bay's The Rock. Hmm. It's a pretty rad movie. Um, <laughs> yeah that's all to say dude's rock um intro and outro music will be the batman theme by michael giacchino uh tune in in two weeks after our brief sabbatical uh for winter's bone in the start of our j law and order series um and we'll wrap up as we always do um with the batman fact of the week the final batman fact i for guess and t- yeah for now uh and this week's batman fact is that batman uh, is a vigilante superhero who by day is uh, Bruce Wayne, billionaire. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you next year when Oppenheimer comes out because he's in that, so we have to watch that. <laughs> That's right, he's on the bus.